0: The occult, the news, and plenty of booze. Welcome to the One Drunk Ho Podcast. Here's your host, Witch Dragon. Hey everyone, this is Witch Dragon for One Drunk Ho Podcast. I hope everyone's doing well, everyone's being blessed. And everyone's doing good. We got some things to talk about. I'm putting this show out a little earlier since it's the Spring Equinox episode. And it kind of crept up on me where I actually kind of forgot about it. Okay. So, uh, so... I kind of have to slightly do a mad rush dash, whatever, to put this out. I'm going to try not to keep it long. But I'm also going to be blunt. You never know, this is me. So it may be long, it may not be. So, let's just get right into it. Alright, first off, thank you everyone for your support. I appreciate it, it means the world to me. You have no idea. Let's keep growing this podcast, and thank you. That's step one. Step two... If anyone is looking for their own personal in-depth reading, please message me and book your appointment today at psiwork101 at yahoo.com. You can use the same email, of course, if you want to suggest products for me to review, or you want to give me some samples of products you want me to review, or a little bit of both. Or you have businesses you want me to shout out and put links on my description all that good stuff, please email me there. In case I send my email too fast, I will put it in the comments as usual. Okay. Now, let's get into it as well for the conversation slash... Well, eh, we'll just get into it and then we'll get right to the main event. Okay. As I'm sure some of you may or may not know, because I've been hearing about it on YouTube all week and slightly on Core TV on YouTube... <laughs> Basically, oh, and let me give full credit where credit's due. Not that they know who I am or care, but I'm still going to give it to them anyway. I got this from Popcorn TV. Apparently, on YouTube, so if you want to go check out Andy, go right ahead. Again, I don't know him. You know, he's an interesting guy sometimes, so, you know, there's that. Anyway, I don't mean that in a disrespectful, mean, rude kind of way. Not at all. Okay, anyway. Suffice to say on on his show he found out or you read, however you want to put it, that Jesse Smollett or Smollier, I don't know how to pronounce his name very well. And but suffice to say he's getting out of I don't know if it's prison or jail. Well, being incarcerated regardless, at least for now, on bail or bond, since, you know, a Basically, the short end of the story is the appeal will take just as much of time as him being in prison. So, they're letting him out for now. Who knows if they're going to drop the charges on the technicality. But the gist is that's what's going on. Or, they found a technicality to not necessarily retry him, but to Something with to do with an appeal or a technicality of him accepting the plea deal if he did or didn't. I don't know. But that's basically the gist of what's going on. If I'm understanding it correctly. And I'm probably missing a few things, let me be honest. But suffice it that he may, or he's already out, on bond. If what I'm hearing is correct. And I'm not misinterpreting anything. So... That's kind of what's going on in the news that I remember, which is why I'm not reading it, because I remember the key parts. So I'm not going to butcher you, t- torture you with my butchering of pronouncing certain words. So there's that. So that's what's going on. Good for him, I guess. I don't know what to say. I mean, I don't know at this point if me being outraged is going to help. Probably not. I mean, that's how American justice system works sometimes. And it does help, I'm sure, maybe, possibly, who knows, if you have a little money. Hey, I'm not knocking that either. Good for you. I guess that's where I'm going to leave it. Okay, that was something. I don't know what kind of something, but something. And, of course, you know, me and the guys just got done watching, you know, Picard. You know, all three episodes so far. I'm going to say it's interesting. I like where they're going with it. It's definitely keep me on my toes, and <laughs> they're definitely not half-ass in certain things. So they're definitely making like a mini, so you know, mini-series of this. So storyline-wise, it's definitely not going to be each episode ends and then begins a new story. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, 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 they're sticking with it. So I gotta say, I can't say I dislike it. Mm-mm. So far, so good. Now, I don't really want to give anything away, because I want people to go watch it, but I'm at least liking it. So we'll roll with it like that. <sighs> okay, and as for a quick review, I'm not going to do anything alcoholic, because I got an alcoholic today. You know, I figure I might got to keep it, you know, somewhat coherent. Hopefully, I'm keeping it coherent. Hopefully, I'm keeping it together. And today we're reviewing a very non-alcoholic seltzer, Grapefruit Bubbly, B-U-B-L-Y, Bubbly. Not like Bubbly, like, you know, Champagne. I think, it's a co- I think it's a company, yeah, it's a company brand. Anyway, you can definitely taste the grapefruit in it. You can definitely taste the flavor. It's not sweet, but it's flavorful. And it really does help when you're doing these late night, or early morning podcasts, that's for sure. So, <laughs> Whew, so there's that. Hmm. It definitely helps when you're giving the car the day of readings. So, one more shameless promotion. Now, right now, I'm running a promotion for, if you only have one question, it's a fifty. Two, it's $2.00. Three, it's, well, you know, three. That being said... I accept PayPal. At some point, I will try and work on getting a Venmo and or Cash App. But, for now, it's PayPal. And, well, that's my, you know, my ongoing Tarot and Oracle card special. So, get at me about that, please and thank you. Alright, so, like I said, I've been dealing with some things... Finally got on my new computer, you know, a download program that actually works most of the time. Very little trouble. Skyload, I think it's called, or whatever. I had a look at my Microsoft extensions for it, but... And it took me so many to find. But, honey, here we go. So far, so good, it's working. And I am very pleased about that. Okay? As my idiot niece would say... God, I can't stand that little bitch, but that's besides the point. Although, on her defense, I can't stand anybody after three minutes, so why not her? But, I digress. Of course, we also don't talk, so I guess it's mostly her memory I don't like. But, again, I'm not going to spend too much of the show talking about my feuds. with was not today anyway, okay. It's bad enough I talk about that guy enough. I know, I know. I do talk about him way too much. I admit it. Hold on one second. I have to recharge my new laptop, which I put my Aquaman sticker on. Shout out to, you know, Aquaman. Okay, I am back, and I am so sorry for the long pause. (laughs) Okay, that being said, let's continue. But suffice to say, it's just been one of those weeks. Not altogether good, not altogether bad, kind of (sighs) both. I don't know. I guess it's just something I'm just got to keep... Muddling through when it comes to that guy is all. So it's not anything new. So I'm not going to torture you guys with that anymore. At least not today. All right. So as soon as I can calm myself down a little bit, which I'm not over. I'm not that excitable. You know, a little bit of a drama queen. Yeah. Okay. Hey, it's me. What do you expect? You know, I don't think I know to do myself if I wasn't having some some sort of issue. But. It's relatively minor today, so... There you go. And River Fox has been busy dealing with things and his emotions, so I'm kind of worried about him giving him his spaces a little bit, a little bit... I don't know. I know, I said a little bit twice. I just hope he's okay. Of course, dealing with my neighbors here, too, and it's like, oh, God, they mean well, but sometimes I wonder. But then again, eh, Whatever. Alright, I think I caterwauled enough about bullshit, so let's get right to it, okay? Mm. Okay. So, we're going to talk about the spring equinox. I'm going to read the meanings, the magical, and the non-magical. But let me tell you a little story. And I'm going to try and remember it from memory, or at least some version of it, mostly, so I don't torture you guys with my butchering of words sometimes although in my defense I am not the only one who has issued reading in front of people or in front of a screen or whatever or who can't pronounce certain words so it's not just me luckily so I'm just saying but I but I actually remember enough of this story so let's go in Greece, back in the day, in ancient times, excuse me, there is a goddess named Demeter or Demeter, depending how you pronounce her name, of course. And she had a daughter named Persephone, or Kor, depending what myth or how you say her name. Anywho, you know, they were close. You know, they had that whole mother-daughter thing going on. As you've heard in many other versions of the story, I'm sure. And of course, one day, you know, something had to go ruin that. Lord Hades, from the underworld, snatched young Persephone to be his queen in the underworld. And of course, this upset Demeter, as it would upset any mother to have her daughter stolen by anybody. God, man, or anything in between. This is not unusual or uncommon. Of course, Demeter was very upset. (laughs) Who wouldn't? So, she went to high and low to, to find out information from her daughter, from the goddesses and gods, and so on, and anyone with authority to help get her daughter back. But of course, everything suffered because everything was growing as cold and bitter and dark as she was since she is a goddess of nature personified so of course as she became despondent so did the earth <sighs> so someone has step in and zeus pretty much tried to get persephone back for demeter but hades was not budging he wanted her as, her as his queen. And, of course, Demeter wasn't going to stop doing what she was doing until she got her daughter back. No one was budging, basically. So, as things kept progressing a downward spiral and one of those crushing scenes, of course, <sighs> Hades did relent to an extent. As long as Persephone didn't eat anything of the Underworld, she can go back to her mother. The, him and Zeus had a conversation, it seems, or someone somehow got him to see reason, if I'm remembering any of this correctly. But of course, being down in the Underworld for so long, young Persephone, no true fault of her own, of course, ate a few seeds of the pomegranate. So, she couldn't go with her mother, but she didn't eat all the pomegranate. She only ate six seeds of the pomegranate. So, a bargain was met that Persephone would spend six months of the year with her mother, hence where we get spring and summer, and six months with Lord Hades, where it get fall in winter. So her time will be forever split between the Lord of the Underworld and her mother. Henceforth, every spring, Persephone returns to her mother, and every fall, she returns to Hades. And this is just... And that's basically the end of that story. Give or take, of course. And on that note, let's begin with me some reading. and With me doing some reading, if I can pronounce that in proper American English. Oh my god. (laughs) Well, I will say before I continue that my friend is letting me use a picture she gave me for the cover of this week's podcast. So I hope everyone likes it. That being said, this year... The Spring Equinox begins on Sunday, March 20th. All times are in Eastern Time, according to Google. Again, Google, as my friend would say, is your friend. Okay. So we're going to go first. I'm not going to read too many things, but I'll read a little bit, at least the basics. So let's get started. First day of Spring, 2022. The spring equinox. Or the vernal equinox, as some people would say. Oh, and they already have that. Celebrate the vernal equinox in the start of spring. Now, this is obviously the mark of seasons, but a good amount of pagans, I'm sure not all, but some, and witches and so on celebrate the turning of the season, and this is one of them. So let's begin as I read. March 18th, 2022. Spring 2022 begins on Sunday, March 20th. This date marks the spring equinox and the astronomical first day of spring around the northern hemisphere. What is the spring equinox, and do you know what really happens on this day? Before you try to balance that egg, read this. Well, there you go. What is the spring equinox? In the northern hemisphere, the, the March equinox, a.k.a. spring equinox or vernal equinox, occurs when the sun crosses the quarter line, heading north. This event marks the start of the spring season in the northern half of the globe. After this date, the northern hemisphere begins to be tilted more towards the sun, resulting in increasing daylight hours, warming temperatures, and in the southern hemisphere, it's the opposite. The March equinox marks the start of autumn, as the southern hemisphere begins to be tilted away from the sun. What sort of weather will spring bring? Check out their spring e- for forecast to find out. You know, on the link I'm reading. Again, I'll try and put that link in the comments. Otherwise, you'll find it when I put the whole Google thing in. One or the other. Moving forward, what is the first day of spring in twenty 20- in 2022? The March equinox happens on Sunday. Again, March 20th at 11.30 a.m. EDT. In the Northern Hemisphere, which I think they covered, this date marks the start of the spring season. In the Southern Hemisphere, the, the March equinox, God, if I can pronounce it, there we go, marks the start of autumn, which they covered again, while the September equinox marks the start of spring. In reverse, because we're going, yeah, okay, you get the idea. Okay, and it's just showing a whole bunch of dates and so on for, oh, well, you know, we'll read them. 2022, we're, we're talking about 11.30 a.m. Next year, 2023, 5.25 p.m. on Saturday. And 2024, 11 p.m. And Thursday, 2025, 5.01 a.m. So, you know, you get the idea. Due to the time zone differences, the equinox will technically occur on the next day in some parts of the world. Well, that makes sense. What does the spring equinox mean exactly? The word equinox comes from the Latin words for equal night. Equal. Oh, I can't pronounce this. Equus, A E Q U U S, equal, and nox, night. On the equinox the length of day and night is nearly equal in all parts of the world, while the equinox enjoying increasing amount of sunlight hours with earlier dawns and later sunsets. See your personalized sunrise and set cal- and set calculator. And it gives a diagram and so on of how it works. On the March equinox, the sun crosses the celestial equator going south to north. It's called the celestial quarter because it's an imaginary line in the sky above the Earth's equator. If you are standing on the equator, the sun would pass directly overhead on this on its way north. Equinoxes are the only two times each year that the sun rises due north or due east and sets due west for all of us on Earth. Why thus while the sun passes overhead, the tilt of the earth is zero relative to the sun which means that earth the earth that Earth's axis if i can pronounce it very great neither points toward nor away from the sun no however that the earth never orbits upright but has always tilted on its axis but about 23.5 degrees after the spring equinox the northern hemisphere tilts toward the sun although in the most locations the North Pole and equal being exceptions the amount if I can not read when motorcycles going by that would be nice. The amount of daylight had been increasing each day after the winter solstice after the spring equinox. many places will experience more daylight than darkness in each twenty four hour day. The amount of daylight each day will come to increase until the until the summer solstice in June during which the longest period of daylight occurs. And of course, you can read more about the reason for the seasons in in their link. But anyway, and then here's, okay, let me see if I want to read all this. Yeah, yeah, I think we can. All right. All right. Here's the facts. Or according to them, here's the facts. Question. The spring begin on March 1st or on the equinox. Well, both. The answer depends on your definition of spring. Both dates are accurate. They're just from different perspectives. We'll explain. Astronomically speaking, the first day of spring is marked by the spring equinox, which falls on 19th, 20th, or 21st every year. The equinox happens at the same moment worldwide, all the, worldwide although our clocks' times reflect a different time zone. And, as mentioned above, that this day only this day only signals springs beginning in the northern hemisphere. it announces falls arrival in the southern hemisphere, which they covered so there you go Inter- if I can pronounce that word interestingly due to the time zone differences, there isn't much a March 21st equinox in mainland US during the entire 21st century. We won't see a March 21st equinox again until 2101, which probably most of us won't be alive, although you never know. Anyway, m- meteorologically speaking, meteorologically, yeah, meteorologically speaking, sounds about right. Speaking, the official first day of spring is March 1st, and the last is May 31st. Where the scientists divide the year into quarters to make it easier to compare seasonal and monthly statistics from one year to the next, the meteorological reasons are based on annual temperature cycles rather than on the position of Earth in reflection to the sun and they more closely follow the Gregorian calendar, using the dates of the astronomical equinoxes and solstices for their seasons would present a statistical problem as these dates can vary slightly each year. Well, that wouldn't make sense. Whew! Alright, that's that's the first question. I need a drink after that, let me tell you. Mm-mm-mm. Are the day and night equal on the, on the equinox? I thought they covered that, but all right. A, no, but they are quite close to equal. In reality, day and night are not equal, are not exactly equal on the equinox for two reasons. First, daytime begins a moment any part of the sun appears over the horizon and is not finished until the last part of the sun disappears below the horizon. If the sun were to shrink to a star-like point, and we lived in a world without air, the spring and fall equino- equinoxes would truly have equal nights. Well, that's something I did not know. And of course, you can read more about those facts in in the question below this post. Okay, anyway. According to folklore, you can stand a raw egg on its end on the equinox. Is that true? I don't know if that's true. This egg folklore became popular in 1945 following a a Life article about the spring practice. The origins of this myth are attributed to stories that the ancient Chinese would create displays of eggs standing on end end during the first day of spring. According to John Mills, or Millis, I guess it's Millis, I don't know, whatever, ancient professor of physics and astronomy at Anderson University in South Carolina. The ancient Chinese celebrated the first day of spring about six weeks earlier than the equinox. Not just on the equinox itself. Good to know. As with most folklore, it's only partly true. You should be able to balance an egg on its end on the equinox, but it's possible to balance an egg on any other day too. On any other days too. Okay, I guess I answered that question. Folklore or not, this egg trick sounded like a fun fun to us. One spring, a few minutes before the vernal equinox, several almanac editors tried the tri- This trick for a full workday, seventeen out of twenty-four eggs stood on end. We ought not know that. Three days later, we tried this trick again. Tried this trick again and found similar results. Perhaps three days after the equinox was still too near. Perhaps the equinox has nothing to do with it. Perhaps we just don't like to take ourselves too seriously. Uh huh. Okay. Try this yourself and let us know what happens. Tip You'll probably have better luck bouncing an egg if you try it on a rough surface or use an egg that has a bumpy end. Well, alright, I guess. To me, it sounds like a waste of an egg, but alright, whatever, y'all. Which day which has the most sunlight in North which oh I'm sorry. Next question. Which day has the most sunlight in North America? The summer or June? Solstice is called the longest day of the year. The date of the longest day actually varies from June twentieth to, to to June twenty second, depending on the year and the local time zone. By log god damn it. <laughs> By longest day, we mean the day that gets the most daylight versus darkness. And, of course, you can see the thing there. Okay. How do you celebrate the vernal equinox? To us, the vernal e- equinox signals new beginnings and nature renewals in the Northern Hemisphere. Many cultures celebrate with festivals such as Easter and Passover. And, of course, some of us pagans and witches and so on... Celebrate with rituals and parties and so on. Now, again, I'm not speaking for everybody. I'm just speaking from what I understand. Okay, so I don't want to hear, ah, you're speaking for everybody. The hell I am. I said some. Just want to make sure I make that clear. Mm-hmm. Into what? Observe nature around you. Are worms and grubs reappe- reappearing? The March full moon is called Worm Moon for this very reason. Watch the arc of the sun across the sky as it shifts towards the north. Birds are migrating northward along with the path of the sun. Are you noticing that the days are getting longer? Did you know that the increasing sunlight inspires birds to sing? Cool. Eh? Cool, huh? Well, I mean, I guess it is. Enjoy your bird song page. Of course, they have the page there if you want to go look at that. Are daffodils poking up their heads? Tree shrubs and flowers are sensitive to temperature and the day length. Well, I guess I would. Two, since ancient days, people have used natural el- events as indication indicators of when the weather is right for planting. For example, for example, goddamn, now I'm making up words. For example, blooming crocuses are your cure to plant radishes and parsnips and spinach. See, of course, you can see more nature signs if you want to click that link. Can you feel the sun getting stronger? God, the longer days bring no high temperatures. Both we and the animals around us discard our warm clothes and heavy coats. I guess we do, honey. Do you plan to garden? See which days are the best planting dates according to your local frost dates. Or consult your vegetable gardening for Beginning for beginner's guide for gardening tips. Are you craving fresh foods after a long winter? A spring tonic used the early greens of spring may be just the thing you need. Also, you can find some new spring recipes using what's fresh and seasonal. Okay, ancient equinox traditions—the snake of night of sunlight. God damn, if I didn't learn to speak. talk, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Scientific scientific explanation aside, our ancestors were more concerned connected to the sun than we are today. They observed its pathway across the sky, and they tracked how the sunrise. Sunset and day length change each using the sun and the moon as a cock in calendar. There are many su- ancient sites that mark the equinoxes equinoxes and solstices. One of the most famous ancient spring equinox celebration celebrations took place at Chi at God damn I'm calling it chicken now. Chizin Chiki not chicken, like chizen, I'll spell it. C-H-I-C-H-E-N, Itza, in Mexico. The Mayans built a huge pyramid around the year A.D. 1000, or 10,000, one of them. Even today, the way the sun's light falls on its its signals beginning of the season on the spring equinox, it looks like a huge snake. It's slithering down the steps. Mayans call this day the return of the sun serpent. Well, ain't that the damn truth. Okay, and spring verse quotes and sayings. Oh my God, here we go, y'all. Verse. For glad spring has begun, and to the ardent ardent sun, the earth long time so bleak, turns a frostbitten cheek. By Celia Thaxter, American poet, 1835 through 1894. Okay Springtime's sweet the, the whole earth smiles that they come they come they come into greet unknown by somebody Never was a springtime Late though lingered the snow that the sap sir, stirred not as the at the whisper of the south wind sweet and low. Margaret Elizabeth Sangster, American writer. 1838 through 1912. God damn. A long ass time. Quotes. Spring in nature's way of saying let's party. Robin Williams. 1951 through 2014. Or 2014. Whew. Okay. Sayings. Bluebirds are a sign of spring. Warm weather and gentle south breezes they bring. One swallow or sh- swallow does not make a spring. In spring, no one thinks of the snow that fell last year. When the dandelions bloom early in spring, there will be a short. It will be a, there will be a short season. When they bloom late, expect a dry summer. That could be true. Hold on, damn train, like coming by when I'm reading shit. Hmm. And I had very little mistakes today, so goddamn. <laughs> okay. Alright, let it go by. If you can hear that I'm I'm so sorry. <sighs> Don't say that spring has come until you put your foot on nine daisies. goddamn nine daisies, huh? Look if I can find one around here. And of course it's telling you how you can learn more about the about the first days of seasons and blah blah blah. Okay. I'll try and put this specific link in more. But otherwise, worse comes to worse, I'll put the Google link. You know, so there's that. All right. Now, we'll get a little bit more in in the magical side of it. You know, at least and I'm going to explain what I remember, basically. If I can talk without whistling by mistake, that would be great. Of course, it'd be great if the motorcycle wasn't going by, but, you know, again, hopefully you, don't, you guys don't hear that. But nonetheless, if you do, my apologies. Okay. So now on the magical side of spring. Most of what, what I read fits with the magic, except, you know, if you're someone who actually reveres Persephone and Demeter and them, you're welcoming Persephone back to the Earth for six months. Some do rituals in general to celebrate the spring and to bring in good tides and, of course, have a good season. Or they do a ritual for whatever their reason is. That's just what I remember. And, of course, people just like to celebrate the season without any real formality. So it kind of just depends on who you are. Sometimes people like to do a little magic for the season You know, for, I would say, either tranquility, depending who you talk to. A little prosperity, always. A little growth, a little success. Or, again, just to have a good season. At least, from what I understand. I'm sure everyone's different, so you can't take what I'm saying completely out of hand. You gotta take what I'm saying with a little grain of salt, but, again... Most have either a big ritual, small ritual, or medium ritual, or just a ritual of oneself to celebrate the season. It is not that much more elaborate than that. <sighs> so, in conclusion, that's just a touch of the magical reasons or celebration of the season. Whether you're pagan, or a witch, or anything in between, or not. Or you just like celebrating your seasons. And I hope everyone got through me reading the, the scientific reason for the season as well. The magic and the scientific don't have to be so separate. Or simply if you just like celebrating the spring equinox regardless, that's all good too. We don't have to make it all complicated. Regardless... I hope everyone has a good season and a good holiday. <sighs> and thank you all for your support. My name is Witch Dragon and this has been One Drunk Hope Podcast. I hope everyone's blessed and everyone stays blessed. And let's be and let's also be ready for more when when that movie comes out. because I am waiting. And that's all I gotta say. Alright. Have a good season. And a good ho- and a good weekend. Thank you. This is Witch Dragon. Over and out.